Welcome to the Parent Ed Podcast by Focus on the Family Singapore. Family life can be crazy and chaotic, so join us as we figure it out together. Hello and welcome to the Paranet Podcast. My name is EJ and I am your host for this episode. In each episode of the Paranet Podcast, we will be tackling questions that parents are asking about family life, parenting, marriage, work life and more. We will be speaking with everyday parents and practitioners as they share with us their experience and practical ideas. We hope that you will keep tuning in to learn with us and to grow personally in your journey as parents. Many parents today feel unsure about giving their children access to devices as they are concerned that it will foster dependence on devices or even lead to addictive behaviors. However, time. Time is so difficult to fork out. We all want to have more time, but we are all so challenged because we are busy. And many times as parents, we got to admit, we also want to have time and our own space to do our own things. So it's really convenient and it's really so easy to just hand over the device to our children and let them have their own time and we can have our own time too. How can we strike a balance between allowing our children to explore the digital world and ensuring their online safety? Also, how do we ensure they keep to the boundaries that we have asked of them or we have set for them? In today's episode of the Paranet Podcast, we are so glad to have Melody with us to chat with us about how we can create a safe and fun digital environment for our children. Hi. Welcome, Melody. Welcome yes, to our Parent Podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's so good to have you. So let's start off and we really want to know more about you. Mm -hmm. And so would you like to share with us more about yourself, your family and sure. what you've been up to daily? Sure. I'm Melody. I'm a mother to two young ones. My eldest is a seven-year-old P1 girl and I have a three-year-old and one boy. I was actually a stay-at-home mom for many years before taking on a hobby of writing my thoughts and sharing about motherhood on social media. Somehow that has opened up some content creation opportunities, so I'm very grateful for that. And I currently work part-time for a local faith-based company doing content marketing and events. This year is actually my ninth anniversary married to my husband. And uh, a cute fact is that he was my first and only boyfriend and we are still growing our marriage day by day. <laughs> Thank you so much for telling us a little bit more about yourself and your family. Now, it's really interesting because you are a mother of two young mm, children mm. who are probably stepping into this digital world. And of course, you probably have your ways on how mm. you manage their usage. So. Maybe tell us a little bit more, Melody, on the home front. Uh, how do you manage screen time and its usages, you know, with your children? I mean, first of all, we want to share. We are not any experts and we are not coming from a place where you things are perfect. You know, we still struggle here and there. But I think what we've learned, we are happy to share with others. And hopefully, you know, people can pick up on anything that will help them. So when it comes to screen time management at home, we are more of a middle ground kind of family. We believe that screen time is a privilege and it's not a right but we also don't want to put it too much on a pedestal. Then kids keep 
only one thing, screen time. So it's good to have a balance and help them see that screen time is one way, just one way to grow, have fun, to relax. So for our young kids, I feel that screen time usage can be broken down into two segments. We've got TV programs and then we have mobile use. So at the moment, we allow the kids about an hour of TV time a day, usually in the form of short 20-ish minute programs like from Netflix or Disney Plus. And then we close with maybe another short program like Bluey that's like eight minutes, that kind of thing. So not more than one hour a day is what we strive for. And for mobile use, at the moment, they don't have regular use. I know it's so difficult, but thankfully we have limited use at the moment of viewing pictures. We use mobile for like video calls. There's an occasional phone game that they use on my phone, but they only get all these like in short snippets. Not more than 30 minutes at a go when we are like on the move, when we're outside, things like that. Wow, I really like it when you shared that in exposing the digital world or screen mm. time for our children, yeah. you actually position it that it's not on a pedestal, but it's like one of the many fun things yes. that they can be doing. So yes. while screen time, TV time is one of the ways of leisure, entertainment. There are many other things like yes. going outdoors and having yes. fun time together, doing other exercises, crafts, sports yes. as well, right? Exactly. I think, don't get me wrong, we've definitely had our instances where we use TV as a babysitter. But as much as possible, I think when it comes to screen time, we try to make sure that we check in on the type of shows and the content that they are watching. We try to watch it with them sometimes. We ask questions along the way to help them process what's going on or who are the characters. And I find that this joint media engagement actually helps them to really know what they are watching and not just like a mindless thing, you know. Yeah, and like you mentioned, we also want to balance screen time with non-screen activities. So sometimes even after they watch their show, we might say, okay, we can draw it, we can play, you know, with the toys to remember what we have watched. We can do craft out of fun programs that you like and things like that. Mm. Yeah. It sounds like you're extending the fun yeah. and the entertainment that they caught yeah. from it and making it relevant to drawings, yes, craft, exactly. you know. So extending the life beyond just that TV show yes. or that screen activity yes. as well. And I can see that you really put in a lot of intention behind mm. it. We know it's not easy. You talked earlier about the quality of the shows mm. you allow your children to mm, watch. Mm, uh, mm, could mm. you expound a little bit more on that? Because there's so much different kinds of shows our yes. kids are exposed to right now. Yes. What is considered healthy or mm. so-called good quality shows. Yeah, so for us, good quality TV programs would have positive messaging about relationships, family, life. We want to avoid things that are like having bad attitudes or uh, avoid violence. So an example that I want to give is, you know, this popular show, Peppa Pig, right? Everyone knows that. And when you have young children, everybody's watching uh, Peppa Pig. When my daughter was young, before she turned five, I realised that she was picking up some phrases after she watched Peppa Pig in quite a rude manner. It wasn't a very good thing. Then from watching the show with her and even talking to others, we realised that even this popular TV series can be quite rude sometimes. You know, the daughter might seem like quite bratty or in just the way that she speaks to her father, sometimes it's a bit rude in the show. So we decided, okay, you know, if my daughter is picking up on these bad phrases, then we have to cut it off in a good way. So I decided, okay, on Netflix, you know, hey, we can watch it in Chinese instead. So let's turn to watch it in Mandarin. And somehow in Mandarin, it's not rude and it's also quite funny. It's quite cute. So I realised, oh, I can kill two birds with one stone. Get her to watch in Mandarin and not 
pick up on the bad attitudes. And I found that to be very helpful. If we were not watching with her and if I wasn't intentional in picking up on these things, then we might have slipped on that. Yeah, but I think watching the content with your children makes a difference. Yeah. yeah. And also, I think I've already mentioned, even after letting them watch TV that they like, we try to inspire off-screen play, reading of books. So they like Peppa Pig. We don't watch it in English now, but we can read it in English. They like uh, Paw Patrol. I think uh, all, all kids, with uh, young kids with no Paw Patrol, they can play the toys that we have gotten for them. Then we can do craft, we can do colouring out of that. Yeah, and just to teach them coming up with good stories that involve characters that are of good morals as well. So when it comes to TV programs, I also think we, they must be age appropriate. The stories, the themes should not be too mature, not too complex, and it should not be something that's too overstimulating that they get bad dreams from and things like that. Wow, really a lot of effort put in because we want to set the stage well mm. for our children to be consuming uh, mm. content that is helpful, healthy for them in their growing years as well. So I really like it that Melody, when you approach this topic, you're not of the stand where like um, we should ban everything and then mm. all screens and all these are yeah. bad you know but there are good stuff yes. there are good things that we can harness yes. and then utilize even from technology yes. uh, itself you know screens mm. and the shows itself you mentioned a lot also about co-viewing engagement mm. with your children while they are on the shows we're going to come to that later but mm. We're going to talk about boundaries now mm, because mm, before mm. you enter this digital game, this yeah. world that they're into, we do have to set some boundaries yes. so that they play well in this digital yes. uh, world that they're in. Tell us a little bit more. What are possibly some mm. effective ways we can teach our children about maybe responsible online behaviours, how to differentiate between what's safe, what's not. Maybe when it comes to online behaviour, for us, you know, we can first define how we see it. There's that first part of, you know, games that are static. You know, those type of games where you kind of are playing on your own. That's quite straightforward. You know, when we talk about these, we try to make sure that we have limited amount of time when we let them play, not for too long. For our young ones, we try to keep it below 30 minutes, but maybe those who are older, you must know your own child, you can, you, maybe they can play for a little bit longer. The other part of it is the online games and social media where there is interaction with even potential strangers. And I feel that those situations are a little bit different because they can be very tricky and it opens up a lot of a bigger world to our children. So um, I feel children need to have age-appropriate boundaries. Uh, I heard this quote online before, so I'm not going to credit it to myself, but I believe that if my child's one trauma growing up is that mom and dad were too strict, then I'm really fine with that. You know, I would rather they know that we are strict and we love them rather than they experience pitfalls and something goes wrong too fast. If there's any trauma caused, it will be too late to turn back. I want to encourage parents as well. You know, we do not have to be afraid to offend our children. I know many of us are, are tired, tired physically and mentally sometimes. So it's really easier to just give them an online game that they can play for hours. But I think we need to realise that what might be a moment of relief can actually be a very difficult journey ahead. So if we weigh out boundaries that kind of conversations we need to have earlier, it will be worth it. So mm. you mentioned conversations. Mm. 
how important are conversations and how do you have those conversations with your children? So for my kids, because they're still young, I mean, we're talking about three-year-old and seven-year-old, it's like, I see it as, you know, when you go to a new place or you go to a, a playground, for example, you usually give them some ground rules. Like, okay, we are here for how long you should be kind and practice good behavior with other people. So I think it's the same. When it comes to the online digital space, you know, we need to have that same kind of conversations with them. So we talk to them about how long they get to use the device for and we will let them know as well that they should not be talking to strangers. Digital safety is very important. They should not be exposing their personal information on the online space. Slowly, my daughter is starting to realise more and more of this. So as she sees what we do as well, then she's picking up and learning that way. So setting ourselves up for conversations, mm. you know, and you rightfully mentioned there will be rules that we have mm. to share with them as they enter this digital playground. Tell us a bit more at home, you know, mm. do you have specific rules that implement with your kids, you know? Mm. And just to highlight for all the listeners that every house has its own fair share of mm. house rules. So yeah. uh, what Melody is going to share is for us to ponder, you mm. know, to think about how we can, you know, consider for our own homes too, not to exactly utilize the same one. Mm. Right? So Melody, what are some yeah. house rules you have? So for us, in terms of mobile usage and screen rules, they are kind of the same to us. So we keep to certain time limits where since my children are young, we try to keep it within an hour usage per day. This is total screen usage, whether it's mobile or TV and things like that. But of course, I know that those who are older would be allowed to use it for a longer period. We also believe in the homework first policy. Yeah, so we tell them that, okay, if you have homework, you should be doing it first before you get to watch your TV. We've talked with our friends before as well you know after children watch their tv time they just want to relax you know they don't want to get work done anymore most of the time they are not in that frame you know of mind so we rather tell them okay work hard first and then later on you can have your screen time you can relax even from a young kid who's only three year old we try to encourage him okay if you're playing your toys pack up first have some reading time some coloring time off screen things before you do your screen time and of course, we believe in parental supervision over all kinds of screen time. So whatever TV program they're watching or mobile use, uh, we want to know what they're using, what they're doing. And when there's online privacy coming up into play, we will tell them, okay, no offering of uh, any kind of personal information, like what I mentioned. So if needed, our house rules are also that we would lock our own devices so that it's not just lying around. They will not get to use it sneakily, you know, without our supervision. And we also do not allow them to download any games or software without asking us first. So these are just some things that we kind of practice that has been helpful for us. And in time to come, you know, when there's more exposure, I believe we need to have new conversations, teaching them to guard against things like cyberbullying, harassment and making sure that they do not engage with strangers online because that is so real right, for children these days. Melody, you're really right to say that the conversation must not cease. It mm -hmm. has to keep going. I think this is a really big encouragement and, and a nudge for some of us parents. Keep the conversations alive. Even sometimes if we do not understand because this digital world is evolving, become more complex. So we need to keep up to date, up to speed with all these digital trends that yeah. our children are into. Yeah. You know, and sometimes just for the sake of really keeping the convos, you yes. know, going on with our children, we don't lose touch as well. I'm curious when we talk a lot about setting examples for our children, yeah. uh, being there, co-viewing with them, mm. and then having conversations. All these require us to be present with them. Time is 
of the essence. Yes, right? yes. Right? You know, we only have 24-7, yes. you know, the kind of hours and days. How do you view this? Tell us a little bit more about what does it mean to be present with your kids, especially talking about the challenges that this digital world that they're facing. So I think for us at home, being present with our children isn't just about the screen time part. I believe that when we choose to be present with our kids, we need to look at it as their whole lives. We want to be curious about how they're doing in school, about how they're socialising with their friends. And I believe that then it extends into the screen time part. When they know that we love them, you know, and wholly love them for who they are, then we can have the right conversations that say, because Papa and Mama love you, therefore, you know, we cannot let you watch too much. We cannot let you uh, do this at the moment. So it's, we love you and therefore, you know, we cannot do too much of this or we can't let you watch this current show at the moment. One interesting story that I have is recently, my daughter doesn't have her own device, but she sits on the school bus where she interacts with older kids about P5. She came back asking me about this trending song that her friends were singing. And it's a song that, um, it's called Cupid. I'm not sure if you know it, uh, but it's a trending song that if you're on Instagram, if you're on TikTok, you probably would have heard it. So even though my daughter doesn't have social media, she heard it first from her friends. And she asked me about it and I decided that in choosing to be present with her, I want her to tell me these stories. I want her to know she can come to me to ask about anything. So I played the song, I went to show her what is this song, what is the dance that the friends were doing and I wanted her to know that when she has any questions, she can come to always find answers with me and if I didn't know, we will find out together. So I feel that while they are young, these are the things that we can do to stay curious and learn together and I hope that growing up, she will feel even, you know, when the time is right to have her own mobile device, she will still involve me in the interactions. Yeah, so rather than just saying, oh, no, 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 I'm not going to let you listen to any of these songs, I choose to say, okay, let's look at it together. It's so true, right? You know, when they are young, when we set the stage for them, having this foundation with them where they can come to us in the daily, in the seemingly small things. As they grow up and they are familiarized with this culture that they have with the parents in, as they grow older, maybe they face with bigger challenges, friendship issues, school issues or whatsoever, they'll be more willing, more open to mm. come and share with the parents. It starts from young. It's so true. And I like it that you yourself has to probably be familiar again you know being intentional to keep yourself updated yes. with some of these latest trends it's so important today mm. that while we talk about protecting our children mm. safeguarding them uh, it's not to the other extreme where we want to be so fearful mm. and we just take away all devices but how can we be more intentional to engage you know yeah. to know more about their world so yeah. that we can better relate we can better connect yeah. and then we can better guide them but as we talk about this part do you see parents role right now as so like a guide Definitely. I think that through exploring together and always staying curious, you know, rather than critical, we can become a trustworthy guide to our kids. And it's not possible to be there with them 24-7. If we choose to be present in these early years, then there is that extension next time. Even when we are not with them, you know, the voice that we carry, the whatever we have already said to them will be what they can carry on with them on their own. And there will definitely be that online space where they have to learn to navigate by themselves. So I hope that they always know that they can pick up the right skills from us first. And we need to be the ones who model that good behaviour. Like I said, you know, we are still learning. We are still struggling here and there. Uh, we also need to practice. Sometimes it's a heavy burden, right? Choosing to say, okay, I practice having good, healthy technology habits, like putting away my phone when the time is right, when we're having a meal, giving them undivided attention so that they would pick up the same things as well. We are not just there to be their parents, but we are here to be their teachers as well. 
And I believe that when they learn that from us, then they don't need to learn it from elsewhere. These are such great nuggets of wisdom as we hear from Melody and I hope those who are listening in, tuning in to the Parent Podcast, you're benefiting from this as well too. Melody, I'm going to take a slight turn in mm. the next question and mm. I'm going to ask you a favourite question that many of parents who mm. I engage with in my parenting workshops, you know, they always ask me about this question. I'm going to mm. pose it to you. Parental control apps. What are your thoughts on this? Do you mm. think we can really rely on mm. these parental control apps? Mm. Is it helpful, useful? What are your thoughts? Because my children are still young, three and seven, so the current way that we use parental control apps is really on the phone itself, making sure that they do not hop into strange apps while they are using the phone. So things like guided access on the iPhone, that really helps. But that's still very basic functions, using the phone to make sure that they don't use it for too long. You know, you can set like certain limits on the phone and things like that. But I feel that if they start navigating into the online space a little bit, more, then there are certain parental control apps that have to be put into place to help guard off, you know, certain things like even basic searches that you don't want them to look at other content that's not age appropriate. I really had a friend who told me that the son was just, you know, researching on science topics, right? Like maybe body parts or something like that. But unfortunately, certain content came up on the internet that was not age appropriate. So definitely parental control apps would help to deflect such things. But of course, I think we cannot rely on parental control apps alone. I feel that this is just using technology to help In fact, when kids are older, they might even work their way around these kind of apps. They might be smarter than, you know, ourselves. They know how to turn it off or block it. And I understand that the apps are only there to kind of track. But if we don't monitor, they can still be talking to strangers and you wouldn't even know. So I think this is where it comes back to what we were talking about earlier. If we are present with our children, then we will have the access into their lives to talk about all of their life. And hopefully, you know, when it comes to the online space, that is one area that they will still share with us that we can still be part of their lives in that space. It's so true because the effectiveness of the parental control apps, probably mm. there's a limitation. Uh, it probably works well for children who are younger and especially yeah. when they're just starting their foot out on digital devices. Yeah. I think it's really important to put those in place. Yeah. But the apps don't work forever. Yes. They don't work in a sense, quote unquote, anymore when yes. the kids grow older. So what do you yes. recommend, you know, when... Uh, the kids have outgrown these parental control apps. I think by that time, we should definitely have taught them about digital safety and letting them know that they need to practice certain boundaries. Like we said, you know, knowing by that time when to cut off their own online behavior, uh, making sure that if it's a school night, they're not using it beyond a certain time, making sure they're not talking to strangers. Um, I think all these things are what we need to teach them before it gets too late. So having the conversation even while they're young is very important. Teaching them that, you know, it's not some Western issues only, but really even in right in our own home ground, you know, children are being targeted, being groomed online, you know, and things like that. And it can be very scary if parents are not watching over their children's online behavior. I think we have really benefited today in this podcast episode, hearing from these really wonderful, helpful tips from Melody. Mm -hmm. I just really want to thank you so much for sharing your personal journey, your experience, your learnings with us. And like you said earlier, you are not an expert. You are also on that learning journey yourself too as your child grows up, right? And I think that's the same for all of us Mm. tuning in and listening to Parent Podcast. We want to build a community where Mm. we are listening, growing and developing ourselves to be so-called better parents Mm. together. Mm. So before we end this episode, 
Melody, I'd like mm. you to have a final word of encouragement for yeah. our listeners. We are not experts. So I believe that just as everyday parents who are struggling, you know, we can choose to never give up and to prioritise being present with our kids in their lives. And that includes in their technology journey as well. So I believe as parents, we need to take that first step in engaging our children, teaching and modelling to them from a young age. It's never too early to teach them the right online and technology users and having healthy steps in this area. So I believe also that technology is so powerful and it can be used for good if they have the right skills. So we have to protect our children and teach them the tools that they need from a young age. And may we use technology to even discover that we can bond as a family, to connect with the world, to learn from the best and that we do not have to fear it, but to see it as truly a powerful tool. Thank you so much. As we round up this episode, I'm just reminded again that every intentionality that we put yeah. behind to have those conversations conversation, to be present for our children. The return on investment, so-called the ROI, mm, mm. Uh, is really worthwhile because starting right. young, you build that good foundation yeah. of relationship with our kids. You know, as they grow older, you will begin to hopefully reap the rewards and the fruits yeah. uh, from what you have invested earlier. Yeah. Was it difficult? Was it sacrificial? Did yeah. it take a lot of time? Yes. Yeah. But the return on investment is definitely worth it. So thank you again, Melody, for your time with us thank on this you. episode. And thank you everyone for tuning in to the Parent Podcast. I really hope that through the episode, you have gained wisdom, parenting tips. And we do know that, you know, every parent out there, especially when we talk about the digital world, screens and its usages, uh, every parent needs some form of support in raising screen smart families mm -hmm. uh, in terms of using technologies for meaningful connections. So if you as a parent, you have a child who's struggling in the area regarding digital usage and issues. I focus on the family. Our team of coaches and counsellors are here and willing to guide and support you in your parenting journey. If you do need help, please head over to family.org.sg slash parentcoaching for more information where you can get connected with our experienced coaches and counsellors. And if you are looking for more parenting resources, please visit our website at family.org.sg. Feel free to share this podcast with a friend who may need tips on navigating the digital playground with their young children. So be sure to catch us on our next Paranet podcast. Until next time, have a great week with your family.